Nuts on the road. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome to a very, 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 how very? It's pretty goddamn very. Pretty fucking very special episode of Nuts on the Road. That's right. What makes it so special, Widge? Well, I'll tell you, Ken. Do tell. We've managed to get to our 50th episode without killing each other or anyone else that can be proven. Not that they know of anyway. Right. We we were never we were never indicted. And uh I think it's cause for celebration actually. I've got a uh, fresh pot of coffee here. I don't know if you got any champagne there. Uh, sure. Let's call it champagne. Okay. So or champagne. It's, it's 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 your usual thing of uh, what a little seltzer water and some Seven Up. Yes, Good. I call it I call it sparkling celebration. <laughs> Does that doesn't that just sound like a uh, now in a bottle? That sounds like a Disney World parade theme. Actually, it does. Starring the cast of High School Musical 7. Oh, Jesus. Failure. <laughs> Is that when they finally get out into the real world and discover that singing and dancing really mostly doesn't pay the bills? It's where they realize that high school is some kind of purgatory they'll never escape from. That's where they all find themselves verbatim that cast, cast in rent. Man, I've been a senior for seven years. <laughs> this shit is whack, yo. It's the sequel to High School Musical 6, Held Back. Because I do believe that that's how teenagers talk nowadays. Oh, I I thought it was. I, Everything I, is whack, yo. I, I, I thought I was driving by an elementary school right then. Except for the lack of gunfire. Get your hands off my ball, bitch! I don't know what you're talking about, man. This is my ball. Let, let, me, let me just say to the audience at home that Ken brings it for real. I am king of the monkey bars. He is all about the reality of the situation. Get off my slide, man. <laughs> this is Junior Crypt territory. <laughs> junior Crips. Do we need? You know what? We need. I'll a, literally uh, pop a cap in your ass. The, the, okay, that film. That film. What was it? Robert Duvall Colors. Wasn't that what that was? That gang film. Wasn't it? Wasn't Duvall that the story and, of Nelson Mandela. No. Wasn't that film was Duvall and some other young actor du jour at the time that was all about gang warfare in L.A.? Help me out here. I, I don't know. I'm mixing all those 80s gang movies up. I'm, I'm just thinking what you do is you do like a... Uh, I'm thinking Rumble Warriors. Rumble Warriors? Yes. I'm looking that up. No, I'm just thinking... <laughs> Yes, please. Look that up. <laughs> Try and find Rumble Wars. No, I'm looking up colors, actually. Yes, there you go. 1988. I got, uh, what do you know? I got Duvall right. Actually, no, it was it was Sean Penn before he became serious actor Sean Penn. Anyway, I'm just thinking of a, a Saturday morning animated version of that with the, with the Junior Crips and the Teen Bloods. Wow. I think it would sell. Gangland Babies. Gangland Babies. I think it'd be great. Wow, this, this is going to be... You know what? So many good ideas flow in our 50th episode. I, I, well, we've had... I hope everybody's been taking notes. Gives a whole new meaning to Warriors Come Out to Play. <laughs> Dude, that's the 10-second teaser commercial right there. And, wait, no. In fact, that's the that's the thing is that you've got you've got the Junior Crips and the Teen Bloods, and the Rumble Warriors are the new gang, led by all the misfits, right on the playground. So you've got that whole fitting in thing along with you know violence. The Pope of Happy Time Village. I think it's great. <laughs> that dude. That is the title of the pilot episode right fucking there. Wow. Or you can just call it Scareface. <laughs> that's the second episode I got the corner on the pixie stick market <laughs> say hello to my little friend his name's Billy hi go kick their butts Billy okay 
I'm telling you, it's just it's it's gold, man. It's right there. Oh, it is. It is some kind of gold. <laughs> oh, I hold. You know what? We didn't even start this. I forgot to play our 50th anniversary fanfare. Oh, we we have one. We have a 50th anniversary fanfare. Oh, that's fucking excellent. Let's hear it. Ready? Ready. Yeah, that's that's it. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that's 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 yeah. I thought that was maybe the fanfare. I was hoping that was the fanfare to the fanfare. Oh, well, let's see if there's No, that wasn't an invitation for more actually. There. It sounds like you're vivisecting a toy squeaky duck. That's the only way to find out how they work. How do they work? And then to construct a toy duck army, beholden only to my will. Oh, is that what you're up to? Sadly, then I would find they're only beholden to one will, Wheaton. (laughs) I don't want to bring him up because that'll start some kind of weird fight. Well, especially a weird fight if there's toy ducks involved. I don't want to start a, a, a fight with Wesley Crusher. It's it's some kind of sick, uh, twisted version of the Golden Army from Hellboy 2. Although, I, maybe our podcast needs a Wesley Crusher. Should we bring in some young kid? Oh, maybe A Wesley Crusher? Yes, we'll bring in our own Wesley Crusher to the Nuts on the Road. <laughs> okay. Let- Someone who'll just, you know, kind of sit there, be sort of snotty in every episode. Yeah. Solve some problems that the adults can't. What are those? I don't know. Well, other than the how we're doing entertaining podcast for seven and a half hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll have you know that the, the Miami one was thirty six hours. Thank you. Well, I happen now to treat every podcast like Guinness is listening. Sir Alec. <laughs> yes. Don't do it. Don't stop. No, you sound uh, like now you sound like McGregor in the third film. <laughs> I'm still acting, but I want to buy effort. a motorcycle <laughs> to get the fuck away from here. Natalie's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was great when he stopped caring. <laughs> You at least felt less sorry for him. Oh no! By the f- third film, he, you you saw all you saw in his eyes were dollar signs, dollar signs and a ticking clock. <laughs> That's all there was in anyone's eyes. Oh no! That first film, they were all trying. Oh, I know because they didn't know. Largely failing, but they were all tr- they were all present. They didn't know what would come out the other side of the computers. No, no, they they the, the only people who truly the only person the only person who truly failed was George Lucas. What's when you look at those films, it's like the the acting equivalent of the candy conveyor belt in I Love Lucy. <laughs> Go on. They're really trying at the beginning. Yeah, and at the end they're just shoving it down their brazier. Shoving it down their brazier, shoving it in their mouth. Dude, can I tell Lucy's you- punching Ethel. <laughs> can I just tell you what a great metaphor that is. <laughs> or because I wasn't paying half as much attention as I should have. If you used like or as, then it was a great simile. <laughs> Beat a bite of Benjamin. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm just here for a paycheck. Please give me money. Now you've turned to one of the Warner Brothers. <laughs> Where the fuck is going on? Which one? Yak- Yakko or Wacko? <laughs> the one that sounds like Ringo, obviously. The one that sounds like Ringo. <laughs> that one that that by the way would be wacko okay thank you <laughs> i well, again i'm very vital to the beatles peace i can and keep love. in time peace and love peace and love i don't want you sending your shit to me anymore nothing no letters no cords i never learned how to read anyway so don't bother sending it. I just turn it into the fire. 
fact, it was an assistant for 25 years sending you replies. I fired her. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> that was a magnificent video. It was. It really was. I, love, I forgot who it was. Was it maybe it was Lulu or something that, that came out and said, oh, he's just like that. You know, that's just Ringo. He has mood swings. I love the idea of like a bipolar Ringo. It's like, oh, I love you all. It's fantastic. Peace and love. Peace and love. Now I will kill you with my bare hands. Certainly not with drumsticks. The world will be tinged with the blood of my enemies. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> it really was the most passive-aggressive video of 2008. Yeah, there you go. There's are some awards we need to give out. <laughs> the passive-aggressive, please? Yes, yes. No, or, or shortened, the pass-ass. <laughs> yes. Who would be your pass-ass award for 2008, Wedge? I don't know. I, it's hard to top that one, honestly. I mean, when you've got to pass some ass, Ringo. I mean, I love you all. Totally, completely. But stop sending me your shit. Because I don't care. I stopped caring around 1979. Around the time I stopped coke. (laughs) They were right. It was the pause that refreshes. I love you all. It's like I loved Brandy Alexander's in the mid-70s. Times change, peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> now, as far as I'm all con- I'm concerned, I wouldn't piss on you if you were sitting on fire in a curb. Peace and love. <laughs> I would dump some of this trash that people keep sending me, though. But I figure, while you're burning, I'll throw your letters on you. Peace and love. Love makes for a great kindling. <laughs> By the way, Paul... Maybe call me. There's only two of us now. You can afford a fucking phone call. <laughs> oh my. I know you hear me when you call. I can hear you breathing. <laughs> can't you? I've heard your fake phone message when I call. You can't even improvise. Remember, I acted with you, with you on Give My Regards to Broad Street. <laughs> I know you're not capable. I, however, was in Caveman. Boom, boom, G- Sorry. <laughs> that would be great. Just to- Here, what's your best Paul McCartney? Give me your, give me your Paul McCartney. Oh, God. I can't- Which is probably... Remember, it has to equal the, the majesty of my Ringo Starr. I don't know that that's possible. I don't know that I have a Paul. So sound vaguely Liverpudlian. Uh, I have to remember, you know what? I go back to help because they had that, uh, thing between Leo McKern and Paul out in front of the Beatles house. Right. Remember where, where Leo was like, psst, Beatle, gold, real gold, all of it. And Paul goes, um, oh, I don't want any of that. It turns your fingers green. Now shake your head. Right. Now keep going. I'm, I'm shaking my head from side to side. Okay, now we're going to pretend like Ringo is calling Paul. You ready? All right. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Click. Hello, and thank you for calling the McCartney residence. Unfortunately, I can't make it to the phone right now. So, Paul, Paul, I know this is you. So this please, is Ringo. Please leave a message at the sound. Yeah, I know this is you. I know this is you. You don't even have an answering machine on this number. I don't know will what you, you're talking about. Will this, you please to? Oh, you're talking to me. See, I knew machine, it. And you should leave your message at the sound of the tone. No, you're not going to fool me again, Paul. Come on, there's only two of us left. The other ones are dead. We saw to that. You weren't Come supposed on. to mention that on the phone. $1,500, Paul. That's all I need. Fif- I got people to pay, Paul. They know. They know. They know what? They know what we did. Who have you told? I knew you were on the phone, Paul. You can't get one over on me. I was always the smartest of us. That's why I have all the rings. This one's for intelligence. This one's for speed. This one's for strength. This one I found in a Cracker Jack box in 1968. Remember that, Paul? Have you been reading Iron Man again, Ringo? I am the Ringerin. 
You might be the ringworm. Now I gotta get the money together. Come on, you're rich. You've written all kinds of songs like the Frog Chorus. And now you've got money, Paul. Please. They're gonna cut off my fingers. And then where will you keep your rings? You don't want to know, Paul. You don't want to know. The only place I have left to put them. They took my toes, Paul. It's it's fifteen hundred now, and what will it be next week? Couple million, Paul. That's it. And the week after that? I don't know. Come on, you gave how many millions to that bitch you married? Even though your family told you not to. You can't spare a little for me, Paul. I was fine until you mentioned the frog chorus. I would have thought that Heather would have set you off. I was already set off. We always knew she was a peg-leg creep. But we didn't ever mention it, just like you never should have mentioned what we did. I didn't. Well, then how do they know? I never told anyone. I don't know. I don't drink anymore. Much. As of when? It's all about peace and love for me now, Paul. When did you stop drinking this time? Four o'clock last Tuesday. So you could have told anyone. I've been dry since. I'm telling you. You could have fucking told anyone. I didn't fucking tell anyone, Paul. Then how do they know? Why do we have to go through this again? It was your idea to turn it into a spontaneous skit, Ringo. I never told you. And I, I wake up every night with the vision of you putting that pillow over George's face. <laughs> but you said it was just between us and it had to be done. You said it was the only way to make the reunion happen. And you agreed, didn't you? I did. Peace and love. Peace and love. I see where your peace and love has gotten you. 17 million is all I need for. 17 million a car. You can lose your fingers as far as I'm concerned. They can tape them to your wrists. I can't drum with stubs, Paul. Fine. I'm not an animal. Since when? Yes, I know. Four o'clock last Tuesday. Four thirty is what I said. Peace and love. (laughs) There's only one person we can appeal to for this. You know that? No, we can't go to him. No, we have to. No. I said we wouldn't. But now we must. Only Brian Blessed Timefucker can save us now. <laughs> oh, I thought we, sh- we should go visit John on that island. It's the only way he could get away from Yoko. I told you never to mention that over an open line. Oh, peace and love. <laughs> well, it's not on straight anymore, Paul. When was it ever? <laughs> Last Tuesday, 4.30. Peace and love. (laughs) Well, I gotta go, Paul. Good luck with the fingers. Peace and love. Click. (laughs) Oh, fucking Tony's all around. (laughs) That's gonna win some awards. I'd like to dedicate that to all the people we've offended. <laughs> you know who you are. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel filthy now. Do you? Yeah. Oh, there's no getting clean. Yeah, I know. it. You can try, though. No, I know. I do. All the time. How hard do you try? Pretty damn hard, but it never works. Just a little bit? What? More than a little bit. Don't get confused. What's this not- is not the podcast to get confused in. <laughs> I, know I will leave behind. your ass behind. 
Oh, you have. You've... I will be a spot on the horizon going, fuck you. You're a spot, all right. I don't know about the horizon. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> and I'm going to call you on that now. When have you started calling me on things that make I've sense? I've let so much go. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to end this year with a brawl. <laughs> Are we now? A rumble in the bungle. Rumble Warriors. Hey, I'm telling you, Rumble Warriors, fantastic. I know. That's going to be, that is going to be a primo film for the future. What about the episode in which the gang, you have these guest star gangs, right? And then one episode, it's the Bloodhound Gang. I think you just need to make it like a gangland love boat. We have a famous victim each week who just wanders into the neighborhood. Look, it's Tim Conway. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and they get they get off. Almost, almost, almost like a, a cross between Police Squad and The Wire. <laughs> and we'll call it Welcome to Baltimore. I'd watch that, actually. I think that's a great idea. And every episode just features John Waters walking through frame going, and that's the way it was. <laughs> you would watch that, I wouldn't you? I would watch the hell out of that. Are you kidding? <laughs> it sounds great. I probably would, too. <laughs> no, you would. Who would be tops on your guest list? Uh, hmm. Uh, Adam West. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yep, Adam West and um, Adam West as Batman in Baltimore. No, better yet, Adam West as a crazy homeless guy who thinks he's Batman in Baltimore. It's the same thing at this point. I know, isn't it great? Um. Robin, my young ward. Who the fuck are you? I'm Adam Batman. Um, who else? Um. Oh, uh, Stephen Wright. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Do your Stephen Wright. Um, think of one of his lines. You know, the other day I was, when I thought it wasn't me. Okay, that's your Tom Waits. What's your Stephen no, Wright? No, that's that's Tom Waits on lithium, which is basically Stephen Wright. I'm so happy. No, even better, Stephen Wright in, and Tom Waits guesting in the same episode. I want to hear Tom Waits' cover of I Feel Pretty. Oh, really? Yes. I feel pretty. Oh, it's so pretty. How about that? At what point did the engineer just decide it wasn't worth telling him to back away from the microphone? <laughs> because at one point he probably sung like, yeah, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Then it was just like, <laughs> I could only hope. A bit Tasmanian devil. There. <laughs> I can only hope. <laughs> that that sounds as good on your mic as it did in my earpiece. <laughs> there must have been a point where the engineer is like, fuck, it's been 10 years. He's not listening. He's not going to move away. Fuck it. <laughs> Let him find an audience with this shit. And he has. <laughs> a legion of people who could not care less if they don't understand a goddamn word he's saying. At least it's not Dylan. Tom Waits sings Tom Waits, the annotated version. <laughs> Is that where you have somebody on the side doing sign language for everyone? No, it'll be like that 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 uh, Bob Dylan video where he has the, the flashcards. <laughs> Subtraining homesick blues. Yes. John is in the basement, mixing up the medicine. I'm on the basement, looking for the government. Wow, that was too intelligent. Now do later, Dylan. Later, Dylan? Which is like, <laughs> 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 I'm just driving the goofs, dude. 
Dude, that is, you've done it. <laughs> There's no need to do it. That's it. And the Fab of Civil almost against them, Paul. It's great. That was the one thing that was was brilliant about traveling Wolverines. Yeah. Because after being in the wilderness of unintelligibility for like a decade, all of a sudden he could make sense again. <laughs> Those were some great albums. It's like you go, blah, 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 and then it's all of a sudden, Tweeter and the Monkey Man. It's like, I can hear you! What do they do? Is there some kind of filter that Jeff Lynn put on the microphones? Like, hey, this is the thing that makes you make sense again. It's the Dylan filter. <laughs> the Dylanator. Please send, please send one to Tom Waits. <laughs> and he's a brilliant actor, and he can talk. We know he can talk. <laughs> I want that. I want some producer just to go to Tom Waits at the start of a session and go, you know what? I'm going to make you make sense again. <laughs> Here's Jeff Lynn to show me how. Mi- back away from the fucking microphone. Get into a register above a goddamn grumble. Now, you know what the trick is? The trick is to set up the microphone directly in front of him is a decoy. And, and have one about 10 feet away? Yeah, yeah, like one of those like tiny level ears or something. You fooled me. You're damn right I fooled you. Thanks, Jeff we- Lynn. Now we got Tom Waits doing tiptoe through the tulips. That would be that. <laughs> tiptoe through the tulips. Okay, now Tom, yeah. try try singing a song. We are not inventing the rhythm as you go. Well, what do you mean? Tiptoe through the. Come on, a little bit of flair. That. That was the way I do flair. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's that's how I do flair. You got a you got a problem with a little bit of flair? Yeah, clear your throat first. This is my throat cleared. That's bullshit. I've seen you in movies. Hey, all right, hang on. I'll show you. <clears throat> How's that? Is that better? It's a bunch of bullshit. You know it, Tom. I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. But I talk normally like this. Yes, he's like Judge Doom. <laughs> Remember me, Eddie? My secret is out. <laughs> you fucking bastard. Uh-huh. This is the real Tom Waits. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. I could never have a career like this. Don't tell Kathleen Brennan. <laughs> I almost like you said, don't tell Eileen Brennan. I was like, what? <laughs> well, don't tell her either. <laughs> okay, Tom, put your other voice on. Okay. Oh my god, that was frightening. I tried to warn you, but uh, you just had to push me. Wow. If heroin could make music, it would sound like Tom Waits. I like that a lot, actually. That's that's pretty apt. I'm not wrong, am I? I'm, I'm going to give you that one, because that was pretty good. <laughs> Don't tell Tom. He looks like he could hurt me. <laughs> he probably could. Come here, boy. I'm going to kill you with low register. <laughs> you like that bridge that shook itself apart. <laughs> Have you ever listened to my song off a bone machine called... Uh, in the Coliseum. Well, I'm going to use some of that shit on you right about now. Mr. Plume. He's like Banshee. <laughs> he's, he's the opposite of Banshee. Or, oh my god, he's like Black Bolt. <laughs> Tom Waits is Black Bolt. Uh... <laughs> Tom Waits, destroyer of worlds. Which makes Medusa who? I don't know. <laughs> Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Uh, from uh, from what? Straight from the heart? Crystal Gale. Oh, that's frightening. I know. That she, did, 
Didn't she always have the long, down to her ass hair anyway? It was it was longer than that. It was down to the ground. There you go. So there you go. There's your Medusa. Did she cut it? I don't know. I haven't seen her in forever. Wouldn't be great if she's just like you know shaved head now, <laughs> like Sinead O'Gale. Let's <laughs> say Crystal and Sinead, the shaved album. It'd be great if the hair just went out on tour. <laughs> the hair by itself. That's what you all were coming for anyway. Go see it. The hair is here. One night only. Gale hair. <laughs> Gale Hair 2008-2009 tour. Oh, what was one of hers? Isn't one of hers going to make my brown eyes blue? I think that's her. That'd be great. Just a, a bucket of hair and a tape recorder. <laughs> and it's singing. The, the tape recorder is just for the accompaniment. That's the tour to end all tours. God, I saw Crystal Gare's hair last night. That thing was long. So was that concert. That's what we needed. We needed an arena. Why? Was that much of a crowd? No, it was that much hair. You could literally have a hair band. <laughs> Wait, no. What you do? <laughs> You've got a band made up of nothing but famous hair from rock stars. Crystal Gale and Nelson. You got Crystal Gale, Gale's hair on vocals, right? Oh, oh no, no! Well, you got your soaring backup vocals yep. is Art Garfunkel's hair. Ooh, that's good. And and, and what rhythm guitar? That would be good. I uh, maybe you get Santana's hair for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. You need you need a good uh, you need a good solid eighties mullet. Um, John Bon Jovi. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, we're getting a lot of vocalists. It's a hair band. That's true. That's true. It it does kind of have to be acapella because they can't really play instruments. Can oh, they? oh, we forget mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah, Brian May. Oh, oh yes, yes, we did forget. That is absolutely true. Hmm. And you could probably remove that thing like a helmet. Uh, and the uh, the hair from the guys from Fishbone on uh, on horns, because they all have interesting hair. And yeah, just for the juxtaposition, yes. In the back, Ray Cooper on percussion, percussion. <laughs> who periodically tries on the hair. Is that when he gets the wrong hair on that he screams? Yes. You know, when it starts taking root in his head, changing his personality, all of a sudden he's got Art's hair on and he's painting. That was uh, that was from that early 1990s horror movie Extensions, right? I think it was called Deep Roots. No. You know what? You're absolutely right. It was Extensions in Europe and they renamed it Deep Roots over here. To try to play off some kind of weird sequel to Roots thing. Yes. A very weird sequel to Roots. <laughs> it was a sequel to Hair. Oh. Right. I think we've gone down a dead end on this one, haven't we? <laughs> That's a bit of a call. Hold on, hold on, right? hold on. Beep, beep, beep. I was about to say it's a cul-de-sac. We could just turn around. Not very good with the multi-point turns. Let's keep backing up. Beep, beep, beep. Like we ran over a kid. Don't tell anyone. Tell anyone what? Peace and love. (laughs) They know, Paul. They know. It happened on a podcast this time. (laughs) That would be great. There's a frantic phone call from Ringo Starr to Paul McCartney. But listen to my weekly podcast like I normally do, Paul. They know. <laughs> oh, no, they know. Wouldn't it be hilarious so, if Paul gets that call from Ringo every week? J- just a random they know. They know. <laughs> what do they know this time? I don't remember. They just know. They said love. Didn't you see... I, I faxed them what they what they left under my door. It's a flyer for the local cleaners. 
They know how many we've killed, Paul. John. George. Harry Nielsen. The list goes on and on. Soon they'll find out about Cobain. Ringo's got the worst survivor guilt ever. (laughs) Why am I still alive, Paul? Is it the magic rings? I just want to die. Cut them off, Paul. I am the Ringerin. (laughs) Oh, God. This immortality is a bummer. Face in love. (laughs) What am I going to do when you're gone? (laughs) Do you ever wonder? Did you ever see that, that concert for George? Uh, the memorial concert for George Harrison. No, I think I just I they put out a CD of it, right? And a DVD. Okay, yeah, I I, I CD yes, DVD no. And you ever get the the feeling that Ringo's playing and going? They'll never have one of these for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I I don't mean that in a horrible way. Yeah. Well, whether you meant it or not, that's what's happened. Well, there's got to be a point. Even Paul's got to go, do they love me this much? <laughs> I mean, John had the whole peace thing. George was just like the Zen, everyone loved him, Beetle, with the sense of humor. What about Paul and Ringo? Which is why they have that murder-suicide pact. Are going to go together? Oh no, Paul. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They'll remember us. He's turning into Alec Guinness. <laughs> or, They'll remember us, Ringo. Or McGregor. They'll remember us. Definitely McGregor. <laughs> oh no, Paul. Peace and love. Dear Jesus. We'll go out the way we came in. What involving a vagina? <laughs> we can only hope, Paul. <laughs> Peace and love. And lots of it. I remember us when we go out. Us in the small town we take with us. <laughs> Peace and love. <sighs> oh... Death to all the haters. Who the hell was that at the end? Ah, that's that's when Ringo gets pissy. <laughs> you heard him when he's when he gets angry. <laughs> angry get the- off my lawn. <laughs> Take your ball, peace and love. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it start, now. Start banging his shoe <laughs> against his own head. I can keep it in time. <laughs> I'm a metronome. Peace and love! Peace and love! How do you think it came up with the theme to Caveman? (laughs) (laughs) That was after an all-night fight with Paul. As they were cementing their plans for John. (laughs) Dear God. I say we do it like this, Paul! Listen to me! Boom, 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 boom. Dear God. There might have been a point where we've taken this a little too far. You think? <laughs> Do you? Let Do it, you let think? It be, let it be known that we have the utmost respect for Paul <laughs> and Ringo. <laughs> Dear God. What? So is somebody going to uh is somebody going to speaking of of Paul is somebody going to go and and now do the numinization of the theme song to Caveman? I can only hope so. There there's a challenge there you go. to Paul Paul and Storm. Cuz you know the only way they ever do anything is through challenges now. <laughs> Don't fucking do that when I'm taking a sip of coffee. Jesus. Oh, I I, want to hear the podcasting equivalent of a spit take. (laughs) Oh, Christ.
Here, I'll take a drink. You try and say something funny. Oh, jeez. What can I what can I think of that would be lethal to you at this moment? Are you taking a sip or are you like rubbing something over tinfoil? I'm taking a sip. Okay, well, I can't tell. And how would you know the sound of something rubbing over tinfoil? Uh, former Foley artist? Uh-huh. Sure. I'm going to finish the drink. Go ahead. Funny. Bring the funny. Go ahead. We've been trying to bring the funny for what? 40 minutes? <sighs> Don't time the funny. <laughs> a watched funny never boils. The funny is timeless. A watched funny is a boil. That wasn't funny. <laughs> Watched funny as Frankie Boyle. Let it go. Let it go. I can't. I can't. It's got me. I swear me. to God, I will hit you till you bleed. <laughs> as opposed to all the other times when you just hit me. You've seen those bad nanny videos. Don't make me get like that with you. <laughs> <laughs> because he's Ken Plume. Bad nanny. We need to pitch that. That would be hilarious. So, so help me God, I will swing you. Death by Finish tether ball. Finish that damn sandwich. What's that? Finish that damn sandwich. Oh, it would be fantastic. To... What? Ringo Starr, male nanny. Should... Did I ever tell you a story about the 60s? We should pitch it to Bravo. Yes, we'll pitch it to Bravo. Underhanded, like everything else we do. America's next top Ringo. First of all, it's a skit waiting to happen. You gotta learn how to drum. You could stay on time most of the time. Half the time they won't even notice, and when they do, you're too famous for them to fire you. <laughs> that's that's my key to success: learning peace and love. And killing my opposition. They know. Did I ever tell you about the night that Keith Moon <laughs> decided he was going to get uppity? Learned him real good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, how many drummers has Ringo bumped off? Will never replace me. <laughs> it's a damn shame that Mama Cass had to find out about it. Who do you think delivered the sandwich? <laughs> That's how I envision he left. Wait a minute. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Ringo Starr was basically the Kaiser Soze of the music industry? Yes, all of a sudden at the end of the film he starts drumming in time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't. The bottom of the broken coffee mug says Starkey on it. Oh my god, it was him all along. <laughs> That's the Lost Beatles movie. <laughs> <laughs> With Victor Spinetti as the sergeant. It was the usual drama. <laughs> I fucking love that. I love every piece of that. <laughs> oh Ringo what did you ever do besides be a bit of a prick on a web video I feel like setting up a piece of fan mail right now I'm surprised somebody didn't or maybe they did organize a bunch of stuff to just show up on the day after Let's see what happens nobody listens to Ringo <laughs> what am I gonna do with all this Burn it again. Uh. <laughs> oh, I want to hear a Ringo duets album. Like Sinatra did. With who? Doing what? With, Name I, one. I don't know. Well, let's do Ringo and Tom Waits. <laughs> doing what? That's all we can do. Yeah, I know. Doing what? <laughs> what are they doing? Uh... I don't know. What should we do? Um, 
Act naturally. Uh, I don't I don't know that one well enough to sing off the top of my head. Yellow submarine. Ah, that's good. So Tom starts. Sure. Okay. In the town. In the town. Where I was born. I was born. Lived a man. Lived a man. Who sailed the sea. Who sailed the sea. And he told. And he told. Us of his life. Of his life. In the yellow. In the yellow. Submarine. Submarine. <laughs> I like it. We all live in a yellow, yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. I like it a lot. Yellow submarine. <laughs> Maybe yellow. it's an entire duet album of nothing but... Oh my god, I've killed Tom. <laughs> they know. All these duets end in blood. Peace and love. All they know. <laughs> Oh, that'd be the name of the album, Blood, Peace, and Love. <laughs> the duets of Ringo. <laughs> I've killed them all. Now it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all the time in the world. <laughs> all the time in the world. Oh my god, it broke me hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is ironical. So it is. <laughs> I don't know about you, but this is turning into the best 50th episode ever. <laughs> I think it is. We, we have completely torn apart Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney and Tom Waits. He's now going, I've never done heroin. <laughs> Much. It always did me. <laughs> heroin to me was like a Dominatrix wearing a dildo. I had no say in the matter. And I just had to lie there. And it was... A... <laughs> <laughs> and all I remember is being distinctly uncomfortable. That's where I got my singing voice. And a bit sore afterwards, actually. Just like from singing. Now, I'll sing the cover version he did after one of those encounters. Lay, lady, lay. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Start me off on the harmonica. <laughs> you don't even know how the harmonica goes on that song, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, here we go. I gave you a little bit of harmonica. No, no, roll with that's it. Good. <laughs> lay, lay. Here, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. I'm, I'm going. There's no harmonica. I'm going to do random singing. harmonica parts until you go. I'm going. Lee, lee, lee. Lee across my big bird's Lee, lee, lee. Lee across my big bird's All about heroin anally raping him. God. I was going to go into the verse, but no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to come back from that. <laughs> Fuck a cul-de-sac. That was off a cliff. You know what? what? I think we should end the 50th episode round about 50 minutes. I think so. I think that's a good idea. Because I think there's nowhere we should go with this. <laughs> we haven't already gone, re-gone, and stepped on a little more. <laughs> so on behalf of me and myself... Ken Plume and and Tom Waits, who never did heroin, kids, and and you shouldn't either, because we respect libel laws. Allegedly, <laughs> no, I think we do respect them enough. No, no, I'm saying this entire podcast, allegedly. Yes, that's going to be the name of this podcast. Allegedly, allegedly, peace and love. <laughs> So on behalf of myself and myself, Widget Walls, I'd like to say that I've never met Ken until this moment. <laughs> and any cease and desist letters should go to his attention. Well, you did help me dispose of the bodies. And the attention of British Airways. 
Oh, God, Ringo's going to kill us in the night. Can they know? Can they know? I heard your podcast. Should have kept your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Paul's on the way. We're going to take a ride. <laughs> We're going to fix a hole. <laughs> it won't keep its mouth shut. When the words get in. <laughs> keep your... <laughs> Keep your mouth wandering where it will go. <laughs> we won't pass you by. Because <laughs> so I've got a photograph. When you were just 16. <laughs> and your mother should know you're going to die. But no, 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 I don't do it no more. Uh, Just act naturally. <laughs> It'll be all over soon. Peace and love. Uh, <laughs> Peace and love. Are we done yet? <laughs> oh, I never, I never started recording. <laughs> Do over. <laughs> Welcome to the fifty point fiveth podcast. Oh fuck! Ready to press stop? Yeah, let's press stop now, shall we? Yes, let's go. Stopping. Place and lull.